You got the chill. The chill, chill, chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. So this is the best show on this network, and uh, Rutledge and Hamilton, I don't know if you've listened to it. I, I don't want to <laughs> yeah, yeah, We love those guys. Come on, we, those are our guys. But we yeah, do we do I, appreciate I, I, I've listened to that show. Thank I, you for I, the call. Listen. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. Someone got beef with us, Alex Strofe? Is... Are, you, are you just playing? What did you call in? Was that you after us <laughs> berating you as like Mr. Maybe? Irrelevant? Well, this is the best show on this network. And uh, Rutledge and No, that's, uh, that's Michael and Middleton, apparently a known Rutledge and Hamilton hater. What's up with that? Called in other shows to trash us? <laughs> that's fine. Thanks for listening, Mike. <laughs> My favorite part uh, of all that stuff, and we have plenty of great fans out there. I hate your show. I never listened. But let me tell you about the last 17 things you've done that you don't even remember you've done in the last three weeks of the show that I never listened to. Yeah. <laughs> but I hate it. I never listen. Never listen. That's right, though. Can't please everyone. Can't please everyone all the time. Our significant others are well aware of that. This is Rutledge <laughs> Hamilton. Yeah. I'm sure she'd be like, can you please me once in a while? Right. <laughs> well, at least uh, better than what uh, Stroh's significant other calls him, which is Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Irrelevant, coming to your podcast platforms and social media Monday. Can't wait. Uh, we're going four to six starting Monday. Yeah. And that means the law firm of Kyle Bruston Nortman will be taking over two more. <laughs> <laughs> and Jim, the Jim Hamilton show, yeah, will be four to six here. Uh, this is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The Mountains are blue. You know what to do, and that's crush a Coors Light. He's Matt Hamilton. I'm Jim Rutledge. We are live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Get into the show eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. We're all friends on the show, right, Alex Strofe? Yeah. I think so. Depends on the day. I mean, Matt and I are. Sometimes you get in your feelings, but that's okay. It's 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 not that I get in my feelings. It's that you're very rude to me. Oh. I, I, I'm never as mean to you as you are to me. <sighs> well, sorry, I'm not sorry. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's... Rutledge is an idiot. There's a handful of times, Strofer, I, I feel like you bring it on yourself a little bit. Name one. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday. Uh, also, <laughs> what did I do yesterday? You called your show Mr. Irrelevant, <laughs> so when we started harping on you for being Mr. Irrelevant, I, I got the big news <laughs> that Matt Hamilton slated to guest appear episode number three next week. Sweet. <laughs> That's going to be great. Wait, so that wasn't told to you. I'm sure it's in my email. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, why is it being told to him? Why isn't it voluntary? This is like a punishment. Like here, Here's your shift. <laughs> no, are you kidding me? <laughs> I get to be on the air with er, uh, uh, across all these digital platforms with Mr. Irrelevant. I'm, I'm stoked. Give me right. one word to describe your feelings. Ecstatic. Good answer. Matt Rutledge, Jim Hamilton, 4 to 6 on ESPN Madison. That's Ryan and Madison chiming in. Uh <laughs> <laughs> So you won't take new names for your show, though? I heard for the hall monitor, thought you should crowdsource before you decided to name your show. Uh, yeah, well, the hall That's monitor the also times. came up with the name Out of Bounds. That was his favorite. So well, that, that is also stupid. But I, <laughs> Much more stupid. And I, I mean, that's like... <laughs> we're going to talk football. What's the first name you're going to think of? It's like Out of Bounds. I think a fifth grader could have come up with yeah. that one. 
Yeah. Personal foul. God. Wrong answers only. Give me names for Alex Strofe's new show, Mr. Irrelevant. 844, which to be, that is the actual name of the show that he chose. We did not assign it to him. It's not a punishment. We're not being mean. Alex Strofe chose that of his own free will. I just wish you would have said something about you not liking it prior to me finalizing the details. Here's the thing. I didn't know it was so silly until you're like, and my new show is Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> and when you just hear it in your ears... On ESPN Madison through the microphone is different than like the three of us hanging out yeah. having the Coors Light being like, I'm going to go with Mr. Irrelevant. Trademark dropped and I'm into it. And like, I, I've circled on and I've landed onto this. Yeah. And it definitely like, it just, hit a little differently hearing it through yeah, the headphones. Then like the three and, of us well, just hanging out. No, 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 Alex no, 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 Stroke no, no, no. Radio. You guys voice. act so innocent. I know for a fact, <laughs> for a fact, mm-hmm. that after I told you guys this, you, you went out to your cars, you called each other, and you're like, look at this idiot. <laughs> Can I ask you a favor? I will pay for it. Or Matt, he's got to get personalized license plate that says Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> for the new car? Yeah. I mean, he's going to have that car for the next 20 years, so he might as well get some vanity plates for it. You get vanity plates, Mr. Irrelevant? Uh, I'll pass, Ruddle Dog. Oh, man. Ruddle Dog. <laughs> Tales from the Farm is Daryl Deerfield. His. <laughs> That'd be a great baseball <laughs> podcast. Sales from the farm. About like the farm system, you know? Like, I'll head out to Ocean from View a Genetics. Pro- sports radio producer. Should I hang out? I'll hang out next to Baby Strophy. <laughs> it does lean right into Matt Hamilton's no, producer I, farm. That's oh. exactly, I think, what Ryan's referring to is the producer farm. That was Daryl Dealfield. Oh, Daryl. Who has a farm, so. Yeah. Oh, man. It's where Baby Strophy roams. Yeah. You 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 would have a good time roaming the baby's trophy. 844-770-3776 if you want to give us wrong name only because Mr. Relevant is stuck locked at. in. Here's my favorite part is it does make and I'm not a wrestling fan, but every time I hear Mr. Relevant, I think of Mr. Wonderful, and I know <laughs> he's a big wrestling fan. So it's like I love Mr. Wonderful. My show's gonna be Mr. Irrelevant. What does Mr. Wonderful wear like as an outfit? So when you say Mr. Wonderful, my my brain goes to Kevin O'Leary from the show Shark Tank. Oh, I've yeah. never Shark watched Tank? Shark Tank in my oh, life. Great like, show. Outside you of like it. One outside time, of uh, one time I watched it, David Sharp. Like yeah. literally the only time I ever watched it. I like Mark Cuban. I just don't reality TV. I, it's not my bag. I watch sports, but the rest not doing it. Does that count as reality TV? I kind of. It's not scripted. I mean, it is scripted. It's this very formulaic. Like, I guarantee that show is much like Bar Rescue right. and American Restoration and Counting Cars. Like, once you've seen like seven episodes, it's like, okay, I get it. Here's yeah. what's going to Here's what's gonna. They're going to say uh, they like it, then they're going to say they don't like it, then they're going to give them an offer, and then they're going to either reject or open, and it's just going to repeat. And you're going to hear a sob story, and then you're going to yeah. repeat. Rinse, repeat. Over and over and over again. So, uh, Mr. I mean, Wonderful. That's comforting, though, sometimes. You know, like that's why one of my like guilty pleasure TV shows that I'll just turn on in the background is Pawn Stars. I think it's great. I love all the random stuff that come into the story. Exactly. And that's exactly what you want. It's formulaic, and I want to be able to tune out and tune back in and not have, like, if I didn't pay attention, I didn't miss anything. Right. It's exactly what we want out of Mr. Irrelevant. Just background noise that (laughs) you can listen to as as you come and go. No, Pawn Stars, you know what? I'll take your calls on that too. 844 770 3776. What is your favorite, like, background show? What do you tune on, turn on in the background? You know what mine is? Frasier. 
It's very formulaic. I've seen it a ton of times. So you don't necessarily need the background because that still has like a plot line. You you want to know what's going on in right. But I've seen it enough that I know the pl- mash, right, right. Mash and Cheers or other ones so like showing your age a little bit on that. I didn't watch it live. Fraser's, There's reruns. Frasier Frasier came stopped. out ninety nine. Frasier stopped airing over 20 years ago. Right. I didn't watch it live. I watched it in college. Showing your age. That's all I'm saying. All right, Mr. Relevant. I just do chill like, out. Actually, if you've never watched Frasier's Strofe, it's not bad. I haven't. I, I should. I, I do it's, like It's a radio like show. It a you would love it. it there's a, Dude, heavy, there's a decent amount of radio in it. You would love it. I apologize for the slander. <laughs> I mean, you're a radio guy. Like That should be the name of your show is Mr. Radio Guy. Uh, Ryan and Madison, Alex, you try to read that one. I can't figure that out. I'll read it so we can read it on the air. Uh, <laughs> Eric and Madison chimes in with how you can have your license plate, which is M-R-I-R-L-V-N-T. So there you go. Mr. Irrelevant. If you pay for it, I'll do it. Really? Oh, okay. I mean, I'm not doing it every year. For, I'm not, you're going to have oh, to no, pay the renewal. it every year. All right. That's fine. Well, I'm paying the bump up. I'm not, renew- I'm not, pay- I'm not paying oh, no, for it. No, no, you're paying for my <laughs> registration. <laughs> No, he'll he'll get you the license plate, the renewal. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's that much more if you have a vanity no, it's not, plate. It's Is not, the renewal it's more the, expensive? Just by the a couple bucks. Fee. It's just the initial part that's mm-hmm. up front. If you pay for it every year, I'll do it. Oh, get out of here, Stro. You're so cheap. Yeah, um, I would pay the I initial am, right? cost. How about this? I'll buy you a tattoo, Mister Irrelevant, if you want to get that tattooed. I don't have any tattoos. That would like- be a good one. Your first show. Zena D chimes in the Lex Strofer show because the A talent chose to do another show. I don't know what that means, but A He's calling me the A talent. That's all I know. Yeah, probably. You're, yeah, a, I, you're a talent, but not the talent. That's Matt Hamilton. This is Brothers and Hamilton. <laughs> Chime in 844 Give us new names for Mr. Irrelevant's new show. And tell us what is your background show. Frazier was one to your point though, I can check in and out and I know I've seen the episodes yeah, enough. I right. know where they're at. Mm-hmm. And Cheers or MASH. When I was a kid, my parents like would have them on and so I would hear these. Right. I think Seinfeld's close to that because I'm I started rewatching it and I kind of just know the hits. So then if I'm doing the dishes or I have to clean anything around the house or even if I'm working sometimes if I'm from home I'll just have it on. Right. Because then it's like oh if I I can just check in and check out. So I want your favorite like comfort show. One you can kind of check in and check out of Bar Rescue used to be one. Right. Same idea. And I think what was yours was Pawn Stars. Like, uh, Pawn That's Stars a good one. is up there. And then, uh, like, in more of the vein, like, I've seen it a million times, so I can just have it on. Uh, Futurama is just. Oh, that's a good one, too. A 10 out of 10 for me. I, I know all the episodes, so it doesn't matter. And there's new ones that are coming out, like, right now, so I'm pretty stoked on that. The Adam and Madison chimes in with that 70s show in the background. Yeah. I could see how that would work like that. Uh, Daniel Sloth chimes in with Impractical Jokers. <laughs> Which I've never seen, but I can see how that works. Yeah. I know what it Especially, is. Especially, yeah, it, it's it's formulaic. Like you could turn on, like just turn and watch like a bit, and then go and go about your business for the next show and a half, and then turn back to it, and you're still gonna get a pretty good chuckle out of it. Uh, Sadler, the Pat McAfee show, chimes in with sports and stews with meat sauce. <laughs> As his new name for Mister Irrelevant Show eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six rename. Alex Stroff's show, in theory, because he's not going to rename it. He's very chuffed with Mr. Irrelevant, but also gives... I like it, too. I think yeah. it's a good name. I think it's, it's... It's memorable. It's definitely memorable. I've never been less chuffed. 844. Do we take the wind out of your sails, bud? 
I didn't want to do that. Can we I just call the show to that? Like, the wind out of my to... sails. <laughs> I'm so glad to not be on Rutledge and Hamilton anymore featuring Alex Strum. <laughs> Instead of the, Mr. Irrelevant, we should just call it Deflated right, with right. Alex Strove. Deflated with Alex Strove, brought to you by 4HIMS. 844-770-3776. Chime in with your background show. Alex, do you have any background shows? It's called Sports Center. Okay. Oh, yeah. Why yeah. are you such a hardo about it? Sports Center's fine. Like, it's called Sports Centers, bro. I yeah. like sports. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but we do a sports radio show. <laughs> I'm just sick of you guys making fun of me. You know what? I'm trying to be in your court, but but then you're coming all hardo, like called Sports Center. Ever heard of it? (laughs) You guy, like, yeah, I I thought you were gonna finish that with like, do you even lift? (laughs) (laughs) Do you even like sports, bro? (laughs) Sounds like you just like to make fun of me, bro. Do you even like? Do you even play sports, man? Come on, Matt Hamilton. Honestly, some people would tell me, no, I don't. <laughs> he plays shuffleboard on ice. Yeah, exactly. Sport. Uh, I would also, Matt. I get on Sports Center like, not me personally, but, you know, curling gets on Sports Center like once every four years. <laughs> so, but on a side note, speaking of Sports Center, you might be old enough to remember, but. And I'm just on Super Bowl, but back in my day, they would just run the same sports center. Remember? <laughs> back, yes. But I, oh, I, yeah. I'm saying it because and it I was. I watched it. Right. I would sit there and watch the same sports center three and hours you, in a Because you row. could consume a highlight any other way. Right. So you were happy. You were ecstatic to be able to watch uh, Dan Patrick give you the sports center from the Packer game again because that's the only time you're seeing it mm-hmm. uh, until you wait a whole other hour to see it again because you couldn't go online and find it because we lived in the Stone Ages. Hey, they still do that in Canada on TSN. <laughs> they still have like rerunning sports centers at night. And I can't tell you how many times I've fallen asleep to like the same rerun of Sports Center watching like Alex Ovechkin yeah, score right, a goal. Because yeah, yeah. that's all they show in Canada is the hockey <laughs> highlights. Like, you get a couple of the football ones, but they're the ones where the wide receivers can start five yards behind the line of scrimmage and start running before it's snapped. You're like, am I high the end right zone's now? <laughs> 20, 20 yards long and the goal posts are on the goal line. Nothing makes sense over there. <laughs> But I'm going to watch a lot of it. <laughs> Stove, do you remember those days? Were those days ever around for you? Where they, they still rerun them at like my hours of the night. But like, I, <laughs> I know, but like, it was like from 7 a.m. until like 10. It was the same sports. Stuart Scott. Yeah, really? Would, oh, so oh, I yeah. would wake up in Stuart the morning. Scott's the goat. I would wake up in the morning when, you know, parents went to work. This is obviously summertime when I didn't have to go to school. And I would have baseball practice at 10 a.m. It was like the McFarland little little league, and we'd yeah. all go to the middle school. And there's a couple diamonds you'd break off and play. Anyway, it was at 10 a.m. I remember watching from like 7:30 to like 9:30 every morning watching those sports centers because I was just waiting, biding time to go to baseball. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Another thing from back in my day, as someone brought up. The uh, Impractical Jokers. It made me think of Jerky Boys. Never heard of it. They they had CDs they put out. They would just they <laughs> called, they like uh, prank called people, but like over the top. Like it was basically yeah. Im- it was Impractical Jokers. Like so, Impractical Jokers what took was the their one, idea. What was the one on Comedy Central that was crank calls? <laughs> what was it? Were they all they did was prank calls? They could have been a Jerky Boys, but they had... Uh, I mean, it was literally the exact same thing, except they took the, the, the calls and then 
basically made like Muppet like yes, yes, characters yes. for them. So they ended up doing that later, I believe. I believe that's the same show. They ended up making that a actual show yeah, on TV they, for a little they, bit. I think they renamed they renamed it. It was like Crank Callers or something and Crank Yankers. That's Crank what Yankers. Yes. That was it. Story right. see that one? Yeah, he's way too young for that. Bill from Chainsplits was way ahead of us with uh, crank yankers in there. So, <laughs> thank uh, you, Bill. But then the Jerky Boys were, I guess, maybe not associated with. Are they you had allowed tapes. to say that on the radio? It was the name of a show. <clears throat> I don't have to tell you. I'm Comedy Central. Whoa! Hey, get your mind out of the gutter, yeah! Mister Irrelevant. I was like, what? They're just a couple of guys that are mean, yanking cranks. <laughs> Try to start oh, a car. They're prank calling. Yeah, it's called a crank call. <laughs> Yanking your chain and yeah. a crank calling. Get it together, Alex Strofe. Have He's a vocabulary. He doesn't, he doesn't know any of the old. <clears throat> yeah, yanking my chain. You probably think that's a gross. No, that that sounds like you're starting a lawnmower up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you who's not a winner, Mister Irrelevant. But you could be a winner. Even Mister Irrelevant could be a winner by going to Ho Chunk Gaming Madison. Uh, go be a winner. Last month, there were nearly $13 million in jackpots at Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. Over 1,300 machines to play. Nearly $259,000 was the biggest win so far this year. There's a million-dollar win coming. I can feel it. Go be a winner. Go to Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. This is Rutledge Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Before Matt Hamilton, we can do it now. We're all friends here, even though we don't have a show sheet. That's right. Fine blind. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. <laughs> we did this whole thing. Uh, uh, we just had this meeting. Yeah, uh, we are really going to peel back the curtain right yeah. now. <laughs> He's Hamilton. I'm Rutledge. We're live from the Everlight Solar Studio. 844-770-3776. How you get into the show. Asking you, what's your background music? We had a... Background n- show. Background show. You're right. I'm sorry. We had a new person to the show, but uh, now they disappeared. No, seven one seven said Brewer Games was what they like to have on. Sam the and Madison. Sam and Madison. Is, I like that. Oh, that's why it switched because I had it seven one seven. You were on top it of was that. Seven one five. Seven one five. The area code of the wonderful city of Stevens Point. No, so that's why you gave a crap. Oh, I always <laughs> say that. <laughs> I know you do, but you just don't give us show sheets. So, anyways, we had this whole <laughs> thing about. Pre- I, I am just so done with the show. Obviously, hey. obviously. No, we we had a we had a big meeting before the show. Uh-huh. We had until one. We got up here at one fifty two p.m. Mm-hmm. I have to be on the air at one fifty eight to do a sports center, mm-hmm. which gives me six minutes to develop a show sheet. We haven't talked about the show at all. Hey, That's did, not my fault. So, like the most important part of the show sheet is for us knowing our live reads. Did you know those earlier in the day? Uh, did I not? You just did one, didn't right you? In my ear. We like to have in front of us. That's what the host, the talent, if you will. We were called talent in this, Matt Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, that's what the talent likes. Well, let's go into the, the main issue. It's not that Alex didn't have a show sheet. That's not the main issue. The main issue is that we had an hour and a half meeting about preparing for a show, <laughs> and then they only gave us 15 minutes And they wouldn't let us prepare. leave. Kept on bringing us back in. Like, when we left, <laughs> I said, and we broke in your big rule. Yeah. We are not prepared. Yeah. But it doesn't show at all. Bruce and Madison chimes in. <laughs> the first 48 is his background show. 
But that's kind of a dark one, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's intense. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I know people that like CSI it's a great, it's would a be their show. background show. It's a good show. I like the first forty-eight, but it's <laughs> it's like it's dark. You know what I like to leave on the background to catch a predator. That's <laughs> dude. I've been watching the clips of that on TikTok. Same. And they're uh, they're, uh, they're they're fascinating. So <laughs> they're fascinating. Everyone is an everyone also first a horrible human being and also an idiot. I just like to rewatch Manchester by the Sea. <laughs> just have that on in the background constantly. <laughs> I mean, anytime you can rewatch something that uh, you know children die in, <laughs> gotta fire it up. That movie is the worst. Wait till you, I, I hate to be this guy. It is a hundred times worse after you have kids. I will never like, watch it again, so I will but not like, know. But the my sensation. point is that, like, I honestly, on a side note here, think they should put into the rating system to be like, you know, violence or sexual nature or drugs. They put kids dying because I don't want that. Like my wife and I went out and saw. Oh, man, it was a, a movie a couple of years ago, um, and basically it takes place on an Indian reservation. They're trying to figure out, and the, the punch, like the the plot of it is, we didn't know this right away, is that a little girl is murdered. Like it sets it up like some like uh, the FBI and everyone's on this reservation to try to figure out some sort of drug scam. But then in this drug scam thing, they're like, oh, and this little kid was murdered, and we're like, thank you. Our kids, like, it was, like, the first time we let Rosie go with my parents, too. So the whole no. movie's, like, ruined because we're just, like, freaking out because you can't, like, you just panic as a parent. And it's, like, I think you should be made aware. Hey, just a little, psst, kids die in this if you don't want to see it. Okay, cool. Thank you. I don't, I don't, want, I don't want that today. That's not, that's not entertainment for me. Like, I'm, I'm usually pretty good on, it doesn't sound like it is for you either. But no, maybe maybe it is for Bruce and Madison. No, <laughs> just kidding. 844-770-3776. A lot of talk about Justin Fields, Jordan Love. And I want to get, before we get to the fact, and we'll get to the audio in a second, but I want to ask you, I brought this up in Wilding and Tausch, so Matt, you were there, and I was on yesterday as far, part of the uh, Boldathon. And I, I, I brought up the idea of, because my initial take was going to be that Jordan Love and Justin Fields would finish the year is both like universally thought of as top 15 quarterbacks. Not super bold, but bold. Neither one of them are in that range right now. But after Tauscher's like, everyone's throwing flowers to defeat. We need someone to come in and be the bad guy. I said, I went Tony Montana. I said, okay, you need a bad guy. I'll be the bad guy yeah. for you. But, yeah, well, you were. Yes. <laughs> You're and, a bad man. Right. But I wanted to get your thought on that. Yeah, you suck. <laughs> is it... I actually feel like it's it feels impossible, but isn't it crazy that like in our brains it's not a thought at all. We're like, you know what? Maybe Jordan Love and Justin Fields will both be good. Like maybe not great, but they both be good. Like I, nobody talks like that. It's either Fields is bad. Like if Fields is good, it just feels like everyone assumes like Jordan Love has to be bad, and vice versa. <laughs> like there cannot be a world where both quarterbacks are like above average. I mean, I've never seen a world where the Bears and the Packers have had a quarter, good quarterback simultaneously. They've had an above-average one, but... Yeah, but... Yeah, you're right, Cutler. Cutler. But, I mean, that was but still... But that's, like, all I remember for... But Cutler, and then there was mainly, like, Rodgers, who was, like... Right, but Cutler was, like, the creme de la creme of the Bears quarterback yeah. as far my as, lifetime? like, I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. Jim McMahon, okay, yeah, I, you, fi- I, I can I give mean, you like the five. McMahon argument, but you don't remember that, no. right? And, like, what's-his-face? Uh, Harbaugh was decent. He was a quarterback oh, yeah, in the Bears. that's right. Yeah, yeah. He was a quarterback in the pros. Which yeah. Harbaugh was that? Jim. Jim. Yes. Did but John ever make it? We acknowledge that was the most Matt Hamilton question of all time. Which Harbaugh was Which it? Which Harbaugh was the quarterback of the Bears? <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah I, I probably, if you would have made me guess, I probably would have guessed Jim over John, but fair enough. 
But so, Matt, do you think this? Do you think it'll happen that both quarterbacks will be, we'll say, top fifteen in the league? I think they're going to the do the it in their own way. But I think it's possible that uh, they get there. I think Justin Fields has more weapons than he's had before, and he's got the legs. Like he, he's. If they're both going to get to the top fifteen, they're going to be very different styles of quarterback that do it. You're going to see oh, yeah. Jordan Love getting there by being a. Smart passer, not turning the ball over, being efficient with his throws, and probably at a decent completion percentage. Like that's how I see uh, uh, Jordan Love like succeeding the best. And Justin Fields is going to be able to use his legs. He's probably going to rush for like seven hundred plus yards again this year. I think he was a thousand last year, or just about. Yeah, no, over a thousand. He's he over came a thousand. just short of Lamar Jackson's record. So I do think he's going to. I do think the Bears want him to focus on passing a little bit more this year, so I'm not sure he's going to have the rushing he did last year, but that's always going to be a possibility and like a tool in his arsenal. So I think I think it's certainly possible that they're both good quarterbacks. I think the more likely case is that they're both gonna live in between that like ten to twenty range. Whether they get above fifteen, like that's a maybe, but like better than the worst twelve quarterbacks, but I can't see him sniffing the top 10. So, yeah, I think it's completely reasonable to see both these quarterbacks being just fine. Ron of the Key chimes in. I don't know if this is a real show or if I'm missing this a little bit. He said, divorce from reality. He said the name of the show for a guy responsible for six divorces. (laughs) He's referring to me. Uh, Oh, we know. Yes. I mean, at least I knew. Jim just said, I don't know if this is a real show. Yes. So, divorce from reality. Yeah, because uh, he claim Ron and the Key likes to claim I'm responsible for all the divorces my parents have been through, and uh. the divorce of Scalzo and Brust. And see, I'm not the me. I didn't go there right away. Um, but was it was it your fault? <laughs> I, I don't think so. <laughs> it I, wasn't. I was, but I wasn't it wasn't di- your fault. It I wasn't, wasn't your a fault. Difficult kid. Uh, You're a difficult adult. I'm glad you weren't a difficult kid. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Matt and I break up, or this show breaking up, your fault. Oh, 100%. Yeah, that's 100% your fault for the divorce of this show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the nice thing is for a radio show, you can just kick the kid out. We're staying together for the sake of us, not, yeah. for, the, not for the sake of the but kid. But I'm still blaming the kid, him if The kid just work. goes but to the farm But if you guys fail and I'm no longer here, wouldn't that be We're not gonna the fail. opposite of my fault? No. Mr. Irrelevant, you, <laughs> you worry about yourself. Oh, good. I, I will. I'll be fine. But... Uh, I'll, you I'll said if way. we fail, it's your fault. I'm not going to be. No, around. no, no. I'm saying that, like, for the good of the show, we felt like we needed to improve. But, like, you know, you could just move on past one of the members of the family. Like, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> so, good luck on the farm. Are we friends? Me and you? Yeah. <laughs> Me and Matt are. Yeah. I mean, we better be. Your girlfriend comes out boating with me. Regularly, you and I are no longer friends. <laughs> at least once a year. Do you? Do you? Have you hugged his girlfriend more than I've hugged my mother-in-law? <laughs> ten out of ten, for sure. I have. <laughs> Here's the thing: Taylor's really nice, and I've seen her like four times in my life, and each time I got a hug from her before she left. She's a nice person. She does think you're handsome. <laughs> well, I mean, come on, well, take, you are handsome. Take a so number, okay. Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, uh, you're okay, Alex. Bill from Janesville chimes in. My parents have been divorced seven times combined, and my little sister is on her fifth husband at the age of 42. It's, Holy. It's not you. It's them. 
Okay, well, number one, my parents have only been divorced so long. So together once, my dad a second time, my mom a second time. My dad had an engagement fall through, so four total. I see. I have. I don't want to get too much details. I get confused at times too because I'll, I'll talk to my wife. There's a family member. I'm like, they got X amount of kids by X amount of dads, and they've been uh, engaged or married X amount of times. She's like, no, only one of those was an engagement, and it wasn't even like a real engagement because it was like a, <laughs> it was like a quarter ring. <laughs> it was like, I have a question <laughs> yes. about Bill from Janesville's test. Yeah. yeah. Five at forty two. How old are you? Forty three. Could you imagine being I married for the five fifth serious time? girlfriends? Could you <laughs> imagine being married for the fifth time right now? I'm gonna go ahead and say this. After um, the third one, I'd give up. There's no good way to say, like. I'm not doing like it's not. I wouldn't do it again. Like I'm one and done. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I think everybody deserves a second chance. But I'm just saying. But it could be a million different reasons. I'm not jumping. Like, well, here's the thing. I've accomplished everything. I I got kids. So like, now I'm not alone. Like so if my, like if something horrible happens and like my <laughs> and so it's just me. Yeah. I'm just, me. What are we doing? Like, I got the kids. I got two girls. They'll they'll hang out and see dad. I'm not going to yeah. die alone. Yeah. I can just live my life. There you go. Yeah, I don't buy that. But God forbid anything happens. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Wait, this is the Hamilton presented by Coors Light. <laughs> You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Third time's a charm, Jim. You really want to get into this, don't you? This is not the third time, for the record. We wanted to do this yesterday. And we got this, distracted. This is the 11th time. I blame Alex Strofe 100, 100% of the time because we got distracted by Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> it was what happened yesterday. Which we are wishing him luck with. Yes. We are just ribbing him because he's a I, good sport. You, you have backed way off. Me? Yeah, you. What did I say? You've been nice. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You've backed off. Jim just won't stop. <laughs> you want me to stop? I'm, I don't stop because he's laughing. So like, it's like a, <laughs> it's always gonna make me laugh, Jim. Right. So I'm getting encouragement. Like he's you stopped. being the Richard will always get a chuckle. But like, yeah, he doesn't mean you're on the right. But he's encouraging. <laughs> like he's cheering me on over here. I I definitely am cheering you on a little bit. But it's not like cheering you on. It's like I really can't help. That I think it's funny that you're poking fun of Stroh. <laughs> because he just does this whole like eye roll and then looks away and then does like two paces across this tiny little room and then pretends to do something on the computer <laughs> and look for some hotkeys or something. Like he's trying to distract himself hey, from having to up. look through the glass at us. And I'm just sitting here watching the, all the emotions play out with Alex from. It's just too good. I have to keep encouraging Jim because Strofe is just, he's an emotional roller coaster, and I love to people watch. And Alex, he's a funny person. Shut up, man. Alex, it's not your fault. <laughs> you know it's not, not your, your fault. fault. You know Alex. what is your fault? It's not your fault, Alex. You know what is your fault? Do you know what I'm referencing here? The divorce? <laughs> There's a movie. 
<laughs> Robin Williams, Matt Damon, Goodwill Hunting, a big payoff scene. It's not your fault. I was trying to. No, I I knew exactly yeah, of where your head was at. Of course you did. I mean that too, though. You know, still, I tried. That wasn't your fault are, either. Are you guys gonna miss me? I am gonna miss the heck out of you. Yes, absolutely. All serious, all seriousness, because people are getting in their feelings right now. Yeah. Remember that insults are the male form of terms of endearment. Yeah. So like, I, like anything your coach always said. If I'm ignoring you, then it's a problem. Right. So if we're making fun of you, we're gonna miss. Well, we had a fun show. Matt and I are going to continue to have a fun show, and Ryan's going to be great on the show. And you're going to have a fun show. And you're going to go do your Mr. Irrelevant show. <laughs> it's so good. But if you're going to you do could Mr. just say it without laughing. Right. <laughs> but you're going to go do Mr. Irrelevant, and it sounds like a bad 80s sitcom. <laughs> like, you have like a talking dog in the show it's or something. It's not like a sick Badgers and Packers digital media content. It's yes. <laughs> Don't expect no. We're happy for you. Don't expect what? Don't expect uh, anyone. No, I was just saying. Uh, we just made a joke the other day of like we're not going to listen. Don't don't expect Matt to know how to find it. It was my main point. It was <laughs> That's a say. very good point. Yeah. Even if Matt wants to, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Remember, <laughs> I was accused of just following Rutledge and Hamilton yesterday. <laughs> which is, I don't know if he actually did. Uh, Ripper Rona chimes in. The divorce, why did he go that dark? Actually, you can thank Ron and the Key for that, because Ron and the Key yeah. came up with a show for Strofe. I just imagine anybody that didn't hear last segment hearing me respond to you saying, it's not your fault, and I go, what, the divorce? <laughs> <laughs> with no context of the previous conversation. They get in their car yeah. to go get a little lunch break battle. What station like, was what, I listening to? What is to? going on here? <laughs> Uh, so Ron and the Key said that uh, Alex Stroh should have a show called Divorce from Reality. And it should be named that because Alex is responsible for no less than six divorces. <laughs> There's probably like other people that like knew you that were like, ugh, Alex Stroh, I gotta get divorced. Like, you know, just I, I'm just gonna throw two more in there. Like a domino, like a butterfly effect. Have you seen that movie with Ashton Kutcher? You know what the butterfly effect is? If you is? have to ask me if I've seen a movie, the answer's typically no. Yeah. You know what a butterfly effect is, though? I do. Okay. okay. So, like, you just have, like, a butterfly effect on divorces. But. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, I don't agree with that statement. As funny as I find it, I think I don't agree with that, Strofe. You're, you're a good dude. It's like six degrees to Kevin Bacon. If we went back. <laughs> And just track divorces in the area that Alex Strofe grew up. We could probably have, like, there could be a, a, a radio host. I mean, want to know it's sad? So not only did my parents get divorced, but the people that lived on each side of us got <laughs> oh divorced in, like, the next couple of years. <laughs> I'm telling you, your youth, six degrees of the, Kevin Bacon. The entire neighborhood got divorced. My butt, much. it is six degrees of Alex no, this is We got to go back to Goodwill Hunting. It's not your fault, Alex. <laughs> Uh, we man. need to build our guy up before his first show. This is the preseason for him right now. He has got to be firing on all cylinders when Mr. Irrelevant meets the Bears on Monday, essentially. Ooh. Right? That's that's your first game of the season, buddy. Are you going to eat cheese in your podcast? <laughs> what? It's like a Wisconsin podcast where you like, eat cheese. 
for the podcast? Should I just not say anything ASMR while I'm eating cheese? I mean, I don't think it'll be bad. It'll help. Put your feet up. It'll help you Socks or no socks? There's going to be video, right? Yes. So there's going to be video. I think it wouldn't be a bad idea to have a block of cheese somewhere. Terrell Deerfield uh, says the show should be called Slide On In with Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> I believe it was Slip It In. This is Slide. I know, but what he's referring to. I know, but I want to <laughs> read it as is. Not gross, Mr. <laughs> Crank Yanker. <laughs> there is not a lot of things more satisfying than watching a bush... He's Matt Hamilton. I'm Jim Rutledge. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Uh, the Mountain Blue, you know what to do. And that's Crush, a Coors Light. Get into the show, 844-770-3776. <laughs> Alex Strofe behind the glass. I feel like I've reset some things here. Alex Strofe and nobody on this show is getting divorced. Ron of the Key likes to make fun of Alex Strofe. We don't do this. Well, we for, do. But I don't. <laughs> but make fun of Alex Strofe for being not really the cause of divorces yeah. with his parents, but... Alex is a good sport about it, so that's a gag that they do on Scalzo and Brust, and Alex is leaning to it at times. So that's what that whole part is about. Alex named his own show Mr. Irrelevant, and at some point, Matt and I will be able to promote that show without laughing. But again, that was Alex's choice. Yeah. And Alex's choice to... Don't shake your head like we're lying to anybody here, Alex. Right, don't do that to us. And it's Alex's, group effort. And it's Alex's <laughs> choice to go... Do his show, Mr. Irrelevant. We would take Alex Strofe, but he's on TikTok now with uh, ESPN on. Madison. I was told I'm not in the show anymore. I did not make that we choice. We were told you weren't on the show anymore either, so maybe we didn't make that choice either. But you have, you're going to do all the stuff with the Badgers with digital content. you got your three-day-a-week digital content show, Mr. Irrelevant. And then you have, uh, obviously, nice. that'll be a, a podcast and video, and you'll be doing some other... Content throughout. It's on YouTube you're doing a pa- Facebook. You're doing our Packers pre and post game day coming yes. up Sunday at noon. So yeah. you have all those things. So you're just too big for us now. So then we send you off to the farm, and we bring in. You're fully plumped up. Yeah, you're like uh, we Will, we have done as Char- much as we can as a stepping stool for your career. Is Will we Will have her? taken you to the top rung? It's time for you to climb and get on to the next rung. We're done. Take We've some done days our off, job. Yeah. so I can come in here and verbally abuse you. You're Wilbur. You've grown, man. You're you're ready. You're our prize pig. You go on. <laughs> That'll do, pig. That'll do. Do you know a Wilbur reference? Yeah, he's the fat pig. He's not a fat pig. He's just a pig. From what? Charlotte's Web. Okay, thank you. <laughs> he was referencing a different show, so that's why he was referencing a movie. Yeah, babe, babe. Which, to be fair, feels like kind of a ripoff. <laughs> yeah, and also pretty sad. So is Charlotte's Web. Yeah, fair. So we are 46 minutes into the show. You've done nothing but make fun of me, Mm -hmm. and we still have yet to get to the topic we wanted to get to yesterday. Yeah. Let's get to it. Now it's a challenge. And and I threw two damn shows. And I'm getting taken off the radio to go do a podcast. You're not getting taken off the radio. You chose to leave. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Please.
Rutledge Hamilton continues live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Matt Hamilton, dance. We're all friends here. We are all friends here. <laughs> Eric and Madison chimes in, which I think will be the last Alex Strofe divorce joke of the show. Every time Alex flaps his wings, a marriage dies. <laughs> Z and the D, uh, maybe we could share this on Rutledge and Hamilton. Some good fan art. Oh, with uh, yes. from Charlotte's Web, the classic book cover. Do you see it, Strofe? It's me, Matt <laughs> Hamilton, Alex Strofe as Wilbur, uh, Matt Hamilton as. How I'm gonna, old is that picture of you? The, old. That's 2008 because that's like Gabe Neitzel and I took photos together, and that's what that is from. <laughs> and Molly Brown in here as well. So it is a great, great photo by our good friend Z in the D. Appreciate you, see. Stop talking. Speaking of friends, <laughs> I want to get to it. Alex, uh, let's get the audio ready. Justin Fields, new brand ambassador for Reebok. Jim, it's been ready for two days. Zip it. I'm trying to get there. You got to stop distracting me. He is friends with Jordan Love, and we're going to hear the audio about it. Right now? Right now. Okay. Got it. Wait. One second. Don't be premature. Justin Fields is friends with Jordan Love? He is. Jordan is a great guy uh, off the field, and, and of course, he's a good quarterback, too. So, um, you know, um, and complimenting him? Just text, you know, every week or anything like that, but we are cool. We are, we're uh, friends and stuff like that. All right. We are friends and stuff like that. Can't have that. Packer, a Packer player can't be friends with a Bear fan well, or a Bear. So that's what I want to ask. And I know it's it seems ridiculous, but I think we should ask it. Okay. 844-770-3776. I'd like to make this Iron Jack Bull question. We can, how specific do you want to be? Like? Do you have a problem that Justin Fields and Jordan Love are friends? Or do you want to say, do you have a problem that Bears players and Packer players are friends? I think it's more important to the quarterbacks. I mean, I would agree. All right, so yeah. 844-770-3776. Are you okay with Jordan Love and Justin Fields being friends? Now, I would think... But we don't want to prejudge our audience. We just learned that. I would think no. <laughs> I would I'm think, not okay with it. Right? I think most people are okay with it. <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. I mean, maybe I'm guessing wrong. That's why we're asking the question because <laughs> I want to know. I mean, I don't. It. I have a bigger problem, like in the NBA. Like I think LeBron James to me is knocked down a, a peg because he just wants to be buddy buddy with everyone and Jordan and Bird and Magic. We're friends like at the end of their career, but there are stories from the dream team where like when they were on the court, they were physically out to like kill each other. You know, like we're gonna win. Like off the court we can hang for a minute, but on the court and those late in their careers, now in NBA you're going against each other like one on one. Like LeBron is up against Right. You know, Whoever, Kev- yeah. Well, up against Dwayne Wade. And then what does he do? Oh, I'm just gonna become best friends with Dwayne Wade and play on his basketball team. <laughs> so I have a bigger problem with that because the NBA is mano a mano like you are going against that person every time baseball it's a team game and it's so individual within the team game I don't have a major problem with it football I think it's fine because Erlacher and Aaron Rodgers Brett Favre they had a fun little banter back and forth I wouldn't say that they were like friends of course Erlacher and Rodgers might be friends now for different reasons, but like I think, just like Cutler and Rogers are probably friends for different reasons. But like I just think that in football, especially quarterbacks being friends, I don't see any problem with it. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Let's get out to Robin Madison. What up, guys? What's up? So I gotta bring back. I don't care what sport it is, friends or friends, but 
when you're on the court or the field, it's different. So I don't know what year it was. Was this the Redeem team when Kobe and uh, LeBron, everybody, and they're playing Spain? Oh, yeah. And they're going yeah. against, uh, who is pa- this? Pogasol. 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 And he's like, first play of the game, I know what they're doing. I'm running through that bastard's chest. Yep. Yes. Oh, yeah. They're best friends. Hey. Hey, and Rob, I love that. And you know what the best part of that story was? I saw the documentary on it. They had to bring Kobe onto that team because that team that was filled with LeBron and Bosh and Wade didn't have that killer instinct. They had to bring Kobe right. onto that team to be like, someone's got to learn how to play like you're playing for Team USA, Matt Hamilton, because you know what that means. Yeah. You're you playing to- for a lot more than just the name on your back. You got Friends is cool, but I can't, I can't stand the days when something's heated. And then they just shut it off, and then they're hugging each other. Hey, let's go have some champagne and crystal tonight, boys. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Rob. Uh, Jeff and Chainsville chimes in. Are we upset that Shanahan and LaFleur are buds? Who gives a hoot what these guys do in the offseason? And 608 chimes in, and please pop in your name in there so we can give you uh, name credit going forward. Don't care if they're friends. And I'm with you. And it definitely was an old school thing. NBA, remember the the Jordan rules where the Pistons would beat the hell out of Jordan and those teams hated each other. And the Miami Heat and the Knicks, and there was like fist fights on the court. And the Bears and the Packers back in the day when uh, the Tim, not Tim Harris, uh, I'm going to forget the player, but there was somebody that body slammed Jim McMahon into the turf and sent Jim McMahon to the hospital and had like a, uh, his name written along with other Bear players on a towel that he was trying to like injure those players in the game and <laughs> like but that was the time the original back, bounty gate right <laughs> that was the time back then and i get it but now uh, i also don't thing. have a problem i don't have a problem with it i just like it because it adds juice to the situation you like that if they don't like each other or yeah. at least a little they're not friendly yeah if they're not friendly i think it adds juice now like i'm friends with a lot of other seconds I'm a second on my curling team. I was going to say, be clear I directly there. compete against other guys in my position. I like some of them. Some of them I just can't stand. And I, I think that's like healthy. And I think the games where I'm even... I'm almost more engaged when I'm playing guys that I don't want to lose to. Like I don't want to lose to anybody, but it's a little easier to stomach it when you lose to your buddy than it is when you lose to somebody you don't like as much. Uh, right now, our Iron Jack poll question, do you have a problem that Jordan Love and Justin Fields are friends? 100% of you say no. <laughs> I now, mean, that's that's the right answer. We could revisit really? this. Well, well, we, let's I go. think it's fun, but I don't think it's a problem. Let's get out to Brandon in Tulsa, 844-770-3776. Brandon, what's on your mind? Hey, guys, yeah. Uh, I think it, it makes no sense for these players to hate each other. I mean, organizations are all about business, so... You can't spend your time making it personal because, for all you know, you could be playing with these guys two weeks from later. It'd be like Razul Douglas saying how much he hates the Bears. He might get traded three weeks from now. Yeah. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but these players are all about business, money. I mean, there's no way loyalty, you know, can be a factor because you just don't know who you're going to be playing for any given year unless you're a Patrick Mahomes. So, no, I think it's completely fine with their buddies. Right. Yeah, Brandon, thanks for the call. That's uh, good insight. And I, I'm with maybe, it on it. Maybe the question should have been, is there more juice to the rivalry if they're not buddies? But here's the part. Because I, I think there is. So I, I, I give you that. But uh, here's the other part of it. That answer will not be 100% if the Bears win on Sunday. 
I mean, that like that will change. Like if Justin, especially if Justin Fields, right now, whether you're a Bear fan or Packer fan, voting in this, honest question: What is there to hate? Like for an example, there's nothing I can point to about Jordan Love and say I hate that guy. Other than he doesn't play <laughs> for my team. Like just Rogers right. had the belt and the I own you and like had some histrionics to him and some drama and that came over time. Mm-hmm. But like and there was moments against your team that they did. But right now Jordan Love hasn't given Bear fans anything to hate. Now you tell me, Packer fans, has Justin Fields given you anything to hate? Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. I could be wrong. He he definitely like. When he scores a touchdown, he celebrates and stuff, but yeah. he's not like completely outwardly, I think, over the top. But I'm I'm a fan of the Bears, so like maybe you have something you're bothered by. But I think that's part of the reason why right now they're kind of a clean slate. Fans don't have a hate yeah. for either one of them. So fans are like, eh, whatever. I don't have anything yet. And yeah, here's the thing. I just haven't heard enough from it. I'll find something. I will... Dig deep. If he's like, oh, yeah, I went out and had deep dish pizza, I was like, that's not pizza, that's casserole. <laughs> you know what I mean? I hate Justin Fields because he thinks deep dish is actually pizza. <laughs> like, I'll find something eventually. I just got to get there. I just got to hear more from Justin. I want to hear Alex Strofe's take from 1985 about why these guys can't be friends. We'll hear that on the other side. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light.